Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Secure AF podcast. I'll be your host today, Tanner Shin, and I've got Keelan here with me today. What's up? We just got back from DEF CON 31, and I uh, got Keelan here because it was his first time. He was a, uh, a DEF CON newbie, and I kind of wanted to get him in here and talk about his uh, his experiences being at DEF CON for the first time. So what'd you think? It was quite the experience. It was overall, it was amazing. It was awesome. There's a lot more to it than I actually expected or anticipated. Um, for anyone who's looking to attend or go to DEF CON, don't expect to experience everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's uh, there's way more to do than there is time. Right. Yeah. What was the uh, what was what was some of the highlights for you? What was some of the uh, what was the coolest talk you saw? Um, one of the only talks I really got a chance to sit in on and listen to was Lemon's social engineering or anti-social en- social engineering. <laughs> yeah, that one was definitely solid. Yeah, definitely solid. I think for the most part, I think I enjoyed just meeting people from other parts of the world who are doing some of the things that we're doing. That was interesting to me to, to witness and experience. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And it's funny how uh, all the, all of DEF CON center around talks and it's between waiting in lines for the talks, exactly. getting, getting 25 minutes away because everything's super far in Vegas right. and how close the talks are together. Like, yeah, there's always, I always want to see way more talks than I get to see. Uh, I think I'd see some pretty cool ones. Uh, there was one where he was talking about uh, basically hacking threat actors. It was yeah. really cool. It was all about finding zero days and C2 servers. Yeah. Uh, man, the guy dropped like five zero days on the on the talk. Super cool. Gotcha. Uh, the, one, of the, one of the other ones I was super excited about was, uh, did you see the Metasploit demo? I did not have a chance to check out the Metasploit demo. That's that pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I don't really use Metasploit much anymore, but I have a, a fondness in my heart for it because it's something that I've used for years and years. You know, going back, God, I feel like maybe 12 years now, uh-huh. I, I was still using Metasploit, you gotcha. know, back back getting started. So it's uh, it's really cool to see it kind of get the revamp that it needed. Ooh. It's looking like it's getting to a point where you could probably do a whole pen test in Metasploit you, for hitting Ooh. ADCS, for hitting, you know, uh, it's got a whole new radius option. It's It's got everything like that. So I'm uh, look forward to it. What was kind of neat um, that I had had a chance to check out was um, some of the stuff going on in the demo labs. Um, in the demo labs, um, there's people working on like personal projects or GitHub projects mm-hmm. that they're just sharing and offering anyone who's interested to basically contribute to those projects. That was kind of cool to to experience and see also. Yeah, definitely spent a lot of time in there. Um, so... What was the, uh, kind of change it up a little bit. What was the thing that you least expected to do at DEF CON that you did? Least expected to do? Yeah. Um, I, I can't, I can't necessarily answer that question because I didn't know what to expect before going. Um, I didn't learn about DEF CON until literally last summer. I didn't even know this, this conference even existed. And so entering into this the cybersecurity space and then also just kind of approaching it open-minded i basically just took it how it came <laughs> yeah if you're not open-minded at defcon you're probably not going to have a good time right you'll uh you'll you'll see a lot of a lot of stuff there you know a lot of interesting things <laughs> a lot of interesting people you know you'll you'll meet some somebody dressed up in a you know a, a furry suit right and you'll be like oh this is this is kind of weird and then they'll start talking to you about exploit dev or something and you're just like what is ha- what is happening right perfectly now normal. what is <laughs> perfectly normal yeah yeah it's definitely uh you know 
it's always a good time for me at least. So, yeah. all right. Um, trying to think. So some of the, uh, the things that I always enjoy are, uh, meeting up with some of the specific groups like, uh, mm. DC Zia, which is the New Mexico area, um, DEF CON group. Mm-hmm. We met up with those guys. There's amazing group of people, even right. though none of us are from there. I still hang out with them every year. Um, so, you know, PepperCon was another group we got to hang out with yeah. that cool. whole bunch, uh, DC 303. And it's all groups of, you know, really awesome people. It's like, there's, there's just so many groups you can kind of just meet people. Did you, uh, did you find yourself some, some new friends here? Some, <laughs> I did find, make some new friends. Um, some, um, folks from Dominican Republic, um, Baltimore, Washington, DC, Seattle, um, Australia, um, even ran into quite a few people from Oklahoma, which was surprising. Yeah, that's always a, it was a great representation from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's um, as a uh, as John said one year, he said, uh, everybody travels halfway across the country to go hang out with their friends from back home. Yep, <laughs> it's kind of there's there's a there's a certain a certain truth to that for sure. So, uh, well, would you do it again? Absolutely, I would absolutely do it again. Um, to the least thing, the thing I did least expect was the amount of walking. Definitely got my steps in every single day. <laughs> yeah. I think I averaged about 30,000 steps. Same. Yeah. Likewise. It's a, it's a lot of walking for sure. So, uh, what would you, what would you approach anything differently next year? I would basically plan out everything I want to experience or participate in going into next year, but then also make sure that I, um, get more involved in the hands-on things in terms of the demo labs, um, sitting in on a lot more of those GitHub projects in the demo labs. The red team line was super long. You hardly ever could get in unless you were up super early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And that line never died down throughout the entire conference. Um, AI Village, I actually had a chance to check it out this year, but I was kind of disappointed in what was inside of there because the lines to get inside of there was super long, just as long as the red team lines. Um, to be honest with you, I think it'd be kind of cool to participate or in the social engineering village. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I know Donovan said he's gonna he's gonna try and do the uh, the vishing really petition. So I think maybe be cool. maybe you partner up with them for the vishing competition. I'd love yeah. to see some <laughs> alias people out there representing in that. You know. Uh, I do some fishing, but it's not exactly my my specialty. It's not my forte. So gotcha. we could we could use some some better skills. I think it'd be a lot of fun, <laughs> yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, going back to the uh, the lines at the red team thing, I think that uh, red team village kind of needs to figure something out because they have so much good content. Right. Uh, I would say the majority of the stuff that I wanted to see, well, naturally, as a red teamer, were from red team village. And I haven't gotten into Red Team Village in like two years because it's just, the lines are crazy. You have yeah. to, you have to miss four other things to get in line for one talk. I was just about like, to say that. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. I think they need to, uh, heavily expand it. They need to, they need to give it at least something the size of one of the main tracks because mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's grown. I mean, well, I mean, Red Team Village themselves, they do their own, their own cons and stuff. And I mean, they really? do. Yeah, it's it's just something that's so big at this point. It needs it needs more space. It needs because there's everybody wants to go there. Clearly, I agree. And you know they get all kinds of incredible t- incredible talent that comes and talks and demonstrates new things and new techniques. And you just can't even get in hardly. So it's I definitely agree with that. 
um, bigger space. Um, also, coordination on people accessing the Red Team Village would be would benefit a lot of people in the community. Um, it seemed it was interesting to see how many people were in attendance who actually are not active in the industry but interested in get, tapping in or breaking into the industry as opposed yeah. to those who are actually doing things. Yeah, you're right about that. I think the majority of the people that go there are IT or right. some kind of maybe not necessarily security. Um, and a lot of you know, you, you run into people of all walks there. You know, I always run right. into. It's funny. I always. Uh, I always end up finding myself, a, you know, a table full of red team people and yep. hang out with them all night. And it's kind of funny because whenever you start walking around and talking to people, it's a very small portion of the people there that are right. doing offensive security or like, like red teaming type of stuff. Um, and so it's funny to to kind of go around and, and talk to those people and be like, we always we always find each other. You know, it's kind of it, it is. It's, it's kind of funny because me personally, since I'm this is my first DEF CON experience. Um, for me, it's kind of impossible to not have that sense of imposter syndrome, especially when you feel like you don't know as much as you realize you know until you start having conversations and meeting all these people who have traveled from around the world. And then you're like, oh, okay, I guess I, we are doing some, <laughs> I'm doing some cool things. I guess I do know a lot more than I, I realized I knew. <laughs> That's my favorite part about taking the team. Really? Is, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I can tell some of our, for example, uh, Robert, whatever, he, you know, he was super new. He's super young guy. You know, his yeah. first time went to DEF CON, he was 20. Um, and I mean, you know, that was, I think that that definitely helped shake the imposter syndrome and stuff just to like realize, oh, well, we are doing cool stuff. Like we are doing stuff that people want to do where you talk right. about, oh yeah, I'm doing this thing and I'm working on this project and people are like, oh my God, I've always wanted to do that. Right. It's like. You know, it kind of, it, it's it's definitely a, a cool feeling. and Confidence booster for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, on the same, on the same coin though, you realize that everybody has their own specialties and their mm -hmm. specifics and stuff where it's like, I know, I like to think I know a little bit about hardware, but whenever I talk to the hardware hacking people there, I realize I don't. <laughs> like you can, you can, God, those guys can break your brain on hardware and stuff. But at the same time, you right. know, if you want to talk to them about, you know, doing any kind of payload obfuscation, they're they're going to be like, I don't know. I don't, I, I hardware. I don't know. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Drink. So, um, trying to think we covered some of the, uh, the villages. All right. What was your, uh, what was, what was the best party you went to? The best party? Uh, besides the one that got shut down for a bomb threat. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> talking about that, I would say the, all of them were pretty cool, but just hanging out uh, with the Peppercon guys and seeing some of the things that were going on over at Circle Bar at the the Link Hotel, yeah. I think that was the go-to spot for meeting and having interesting conversations. Yes. Yeah, the Circle Bar gets crazy every night. Um, it's it's a nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, insanity. <laughs> Absolute insanity. No matter, no matter what time you're there, you can be there at, uh, you know, noon or you can be there at four in the morning or you can be there at nine at night and it's right. <laughs> always always a crowd of people there then it's just yeah best place to meet people in my opinion my personal opinion also i think i met more people there than at the actual conference itself <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's a better environment to kind of stop and hang out and talk to people right um what the one thing that really sucked is uh all of the kind of was it saturday or sunday that we had the that we got evacuated 
it was Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the uh, really the big night for the parties and stuff where they have most of the official DEFCON parties. That, right. I guess a dog freaked out about a box and uh, they thought it was, you know, it was a bomb dog and they evacuated the whole conference and wouldn't let anybody back in until the next day. And that was like nine or 10 o'clock. So they, uh, right. I mean, these parties go till, you know, four or five. So they, uh, we definitely missed uh, one of the big chunks of the main day, which was a little disappointing, but you know, it happens. I'm glad nobody was, uh, nobody was hurt and I'm glad it wasn't a real bomb. So right. on, on the bright side of that. Kudos to the staff for basically um, doing a good job of communicating to everyone in attendance about the the last day of the conference after all that transpired. Um, just letting everyone know through like whether it be Hacker Tracker, Reddit, and all these other platforms to make everyone aware of what the situation was and how it was going to impact the final day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The goons always do a great job, uh, at least in recent years for sure, so it's all I can speak to, of uh, keeping everybody aware of what's going on. Um, you know, they do the transparency report at the end of everything, and yeah. I think that's a, a super cool thing that DEF CON has that other cons don't, where it really shows that it's a community-driven, community-organized, like it kind of, mm-hmm. it's very open, very democratic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the closing ceremony was a bit interesting. I, I wasn't in attendance to actually see it in per- firsthand in person, but I did ha- happen to catch it on the TV mm-hmm. as it was going, being conducted, um, the statistics that, um, that they basically dived into in terms of, um, network traffic, um, users accessing different APs and Wi-Fi's and how much traffic that, um, was coming through on any given day of the conference times and so forth. Like that was interesting to see and, and hear as they dived into that. That was a first for me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just the DEFCON network, too. That's yeah. not even, not even, <laughs> which, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'll play around on the DEFCON network, you know. I always bring a laptop and yeah. I make sure to go to Pack a Hacking Village and plug in and do some some PCAP stuff and try and try and hone those uh, hone those tools. But I don't, I'm not just hopping on on my phone to use DEFCON network Wi-Fi. Like, I don't know who is. And I don't either. <laughs> I would assume that most people who are um, setting up, like, the, the hands-on labs at in the villages, maybe they're using the DEFCON network and people having to sign into whatever computers are available yeah. for those hands-on activities. I would assume that would be the case, but uh, anyone just in attendance, I didn't connect to any Wi-Fi yeah. network the entire time I was. Yeah, well, no, that's 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 the safe bet. Um, I always bring a bring a machine to you know connect to and play with and stuff. Did you see the VM vending machine? I did see that. I did. That's so cool. That was there last year for the first year, and I didn't get to see it last year, but I got really? to see it this year and. I was I was excited to see it. I just think it's awesome. For, I guess I can explain it. So they have a literal vending machine that looks like it's just a Coke vending machine. You know, the sides are all covered in stickers, and the front says something about VM vending, but it looks like a looks like a Coke machine. Yep. And uh, you walk up, you stick a dollar in, and it's got you can choose uh, Debian, you can choose Arch, you can choose Kali, you can choose DD Wirt, you can choose your I guess Open Wirt. Sorry, I'm showing my age. Um, you can choose whatever distro you want and you press it and it'll spit you out a piece of paper. And on that paper, it'll have credentials and an IP that you can log into. And it's just a shell that you can use. It's just your own little virtual machine. You can go log into it, use it for whatever you want on the NEFCON network. You can use it for, you know, some of the CTFs, just playing around, just whatever you want. So it's, uh, this is one of my favorite, favorite things for sure. Um, 
So one of the, one of the other things I wanted to cover, going back to the uh, the parties a little bit, because let's be real, DefCon is half a party, half learning, half networking, three yeah. halves. It's probably a couple other halves in there too. Uh, but <laughs> so, uh, what did you think about the uh, the music the music scene? Because that was one of the things that I was um, probably the most surprised about was the size and scale of some of the you know the some of the the rappers that we have coming there and some of the DJs and stuff like that. So, what was your what was your take on some of that? It was interesting to see how embedded the music culture is within this conference, because just like with the talks where there's someone who's speaking, pretty much a different speaker every hour in every session or every village, there were also different DJs DJing throughout the entire conference, same way. Like one person had this set going on at this hour, maybe an hour and a half later, someone else is coming up DJing and they're all part, they're from the culture of DEF CON. These are actual hackers. These are actual people with skill sets that are doing the things <laughs> or hacking the things. So that was pretty cool and interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that was one of the, one of the coolest things to me. It was like, Oh, you're doing music here. That's cool. Yeah. And you start talking to them and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a web app pen tester. Right. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, Wait a minute. Yeah, it's cool. Or it's all just it's it's their hobby and stuff. So, uh, what was the uh, what was the best set you saw, either from a, you know, from a from MC or a DJ or? Well, a lot of the artists and DJs are still new to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know too many of the artists. I mean, it was kind of cool to, as we were on the strip walking from one venue to another. I think we were out. We had just finished grabbing lunch or dinner. And we're on our way back to the con, and we just so happened to bump into is it in eighty dual core and dual core, yeah. yeah so I, he, I, that dual core is the, it's a duo. I can't remember his name. I always forget it. I think it's in eighty. Might be it. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, but yeah, that was a that was pretty cool running to him. And yeah. he, even in the chill out um, room where the stage was set up and people were performing, like to just sit in and listen to some of the music, the lyrics, like the I'm I was surprised. I'm a, I'm a beat junkie. <laughs> yeah. So I love like the good sound of beats and the beats were like you, they made me want to listen. <laughs> right. And then yeah. and as you listen more, the songs themselves, the lyrics themselves pertain to what it is that we do in this industry. So yeah. 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 It's always super cool. Yeah. That's uh Oh my, I think that's his name. Oh yeah. He's a good yeah. artist to listen to also. Yeah. He is, he's actually really good. I caught him there, I think the year before. I didn't catch him there this last year, but the year before. I missed out on Whitey Cracker. <laughs> yeah. He was on the same time as Dual Core. Really? Yeah. So I went to go see Dual Core instead, but yeah, it was, I would have liked to see them both for sure. Well, uh, trying to think of anything else, you know, anything else cool we could have covered. So I guess let's, um, let's wrap it up with some, uh, some advice here. So I want to go to DEF CON for the first time. I've never been. What do you, what do you tell me? What's your advice to me? Bring plenty of good walking shoes, comfortable walking shoes. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Um, understand that you're not going to be able to um, sit in on every talk and presentation that you want to listen in on, plan it out, and try to basically map out your entire day. That way you can plan out your steps. You can get to some of the things that you want to participate in, but also make sure that you're in the moment of actually connecting with other people while you're there. I think that's more important than anything is the connections you get to make while you're there. Right on. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, I think that about covers it. Kieran, thank you for, for joining me here today on Security F Podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> Alrighty. That's it. Thanks, everybody. 